This Currency Focus is proudly brought to you by Treasury One, South Africa's leading treasury solutions company that unlocks financial value for your business. I'm Justin Roberts of Biz News, and with me today for this Currency Focus is Treasury One's Andre Saliers. Andre, the RAND's been bouncing in and around the 16 to the dollar mark. What are the main driving factors of the RAND dollar price at the moment? Well, good afternoon. What's the main driving force? Uh, interest rates, inflation, we've discussed that. I think what was added to it in the last couple of days uh, is Omicron, Omicron, or whatever they call it. Um, it's COVID. It's back onto the map. We know about the travel bans. Uh, we know about, in my opinion, a total overreaction from the world. Uh, but that's playing havoc throughout the world because we're seeing the infection rate going up all over. Uh, we're hearing here more and more news of this virus or this mutation that it's all the shores all over the world. And that makes people scared. And when you're scared, you fly and you take flight to safe haven currencies out of emerging markets, and that's why we're seeing the RAND behaving so erratically. Uh, what is important to see uh, is that it breaks the 16, goes slightly above, then retreats during our daytime trading, and in the evening it goes up again. But there seems to be a fair amount of resilience around the 16 level. The RAND's down around 9% to the dollar year-to-date. The dollar's had a very good year relative to many of the major currencies. Is this dollar strength expected to continue into 2022, and and what does it represent? Well, it represents the uh, view that the Federal Reserve will increase interest rates a lot sooner than what was expected. It's now expected to happen around June 2022, uh, where interest rates will start rising in the United States because Mr. Powell has now said that they don't think the inflation is transitory anymore and that it's there to stay, and the factors behind it is there to stay. We're also seeing on the latest figures that came out on Friday in terms of non-farm payrolls and unemployment, unemployment is down, but there's cost pressures on the, in, on, on the wages side, and that also drives the inflation. So I think that the dollar strength is here to stay with us for a while, uh, I do think that it's a little bit overdone, and as we go into the course of, new, of the new year, I think we might see it stabilizing a little bit and actually even losing a little bit. Uh, but that also links up with what we can expect from the virus uh, and how that plays out going forward. We know that Europe is in their winter season, so I think they're a little bit more prone to a uh, higher infection rate. But if that stabilizes next year uh, or early in the new year, we could see the euro picking up a little bit of strength and the dollar losing a little bit of value. If I say that, I do not mean, you know, leaps and bounds. I, the emphasis is on a little bit. Uh, so I am looking forward to a little bit more stabilization uh, going forward. The Argentinian peso hit 100 to the US dollar days ago. A few years ago, it was less than 10 to the dollar. Is this type of scenario possible for the RAND in the years to come if South Africa's economy fails to find its feet? 
It's possible, but I think that that's a very, very small likelihood. Uh, I think the South African economy is uh, finding its feet. Uh, I think our government's a little bit more stable. I, our economy is a little bit more stable. You know, uh, there's two groups. There's the developed countries and there's emerging markets. But between the emerging market countries, there's very, very big differences. Uh, so to draw a direct parallel line between us and Argentina or us and Brazil or us and Mexico, whatever it might be, um, is a little bit difficult because when you get into the emerging market space, uh, there's a lot of unique factors that applies to each of them. Uh, and I don't think that we're in that space of a totally, totally failing economy or government or anything in that sense. The Russian and Chinese currencies are the only two major currencies up on the US dollar this year. What are the reasons for that? Well, if you look at the Chinese currency, uh, then, you know, they are less uh, hampered by the uh, pandemic. I think the measures that they've taken uh, worked for them. So they came out of it a little bit better. Uh, can we always believe all the statistics that come out of them? You know, that's doubtful. Uh, but they say it's under control. Apart from that, uh, they seem to be having the electricity crisis that they had under control as well. Uh, and it is still a very big economy and a lot of world countries dependent on what they get out of China and what they send to China. Uh, so their economy is still on the growth side, uh, lower, but still on, on a very good trajectory. As far as Russia is concerned, we simply need to look at the oil price and what the oil price has done over the last couple of months. Uh, and uh, Russia especially is in the gas area a very, very strong competitor. And we also need to look at those energy prices uh, to understand why they're doing so well. Uh, and I would call much of the strength of the Russian ruble uh, into that area. Turkish lira down 85% year-to-date on the US dollar, but their stock market is doing very well. What is the correlation between the currency and the stock market? It seems a bit counterintuitive for your currency to be devalued so much, yet the stock market continues to increase. I think the stock market increased because the interest rates uh, was lowered. Uh, you know, that is, that is good for the stock exchange. Um, if you simply think in terms of any company with debt and you lower interest rates, uh, their interest burden comes down tremendously. And if their interest burden comes down, their bottom line goes up. Uh, and that bodes well for the stock market. Uh, and then we do have a very, very erratic president. We do have a very erratic government there. Uh, hence, I always uh, refer to the Turkish delight, uh, because it is a delight to watch what they do. Um, but uh, it's an erratic country. Uh, but I think the lower interest rates is the one that supports the stock exchange at this point in time. Bitcoin down 20% of the weekend. Does this sort of rule Bitcoin out of the thesis that it can be used as a form of currency, the fact that it can drop 20% over a two-day period? Okay, now Bitcoin is an interesting one. Uh, the, you know, the volatility of Bitcoin has been with us uh, since Bitcoin sort of became more of a uh, I want to call it an asset class on its own. 
uh, and uh, there's all sorts of things that was added. There's uh, futures and etc. Et that was added to that that makes it more tradable. But it remains a very and extremely volatile space. Uh, and that will remain like that going forward for the next couple of years. Uh, so, you know, when you're in Bitcoin, you have to live with that kind of volatility. There's no underlying value to it. There's no underlying anything to it. Uh, so it is, there's a, and there's a heck of a lot of trading. Uh, and because there's so much trading against it, and I think there's also a little bit of manipulation by people, uh, by the big players on it, uh, but you'll have to live with that. It's not going to go away. What are the technicals, uh, the charts telling us about the Rand dollar price into the festive season and then into the start of 2022, Andre? Okay, as long as we don't break the 1580, uh, we're not going lower. As long as we're not breaking the 1615, 1617 and a half area, we will remain in this trading range between those two levels. Uh, on either side, if it breaks out, of either side, it will uh, it can move another 30 to 40 cents. Uh, my bet would be on towards the end of the year that we have a greater chance of actually breaking the 1580 level, moving down to the 1560, 1550 levels uh, than what we have on the upside. That would be my uh, forecast going forward for the festive season. This currency focus was proudly brought to you by Treasury One, South Africa's leading treasury solutions company that unlocks financial value for your business.